Y'all, I'm so excited about this episode today in honor of Father's Day, which is coming up on June 20th. I have a very special guest with me today, my husband, Michael Ferguson, who's going to be sharing his fatherhood story with all of us, a little bit of a peek into our marriage story, as well as the challenges and blessings of being a bonus dad, a dad in general, and just everything in between. We laugh, we share our heart, nothing is off the table And I really hope you enjoy this conversation. I also wanted to let you all know that the podcast is going to be taking a little bit of a summer break. This is our last episode of season three. If you have not listened to all of season three, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to all the phenomenal moms that we interview that are making a huge impact um, in their communities and society in our world Go and listen to those episodes, but I'm not going to leave you episode less. So I have already pre-scheduled replays of the top seven episodes of season one and season two. Y'all, these were the episodes, all of them were good from all seasons that I have uh, launched in the Overcome to Become podcast, but these seven episodes really resonated with my audience. You'll be hearing those over the summer. I encourage you to share those, listen, leave a rate and review. I'm also coming and we're launching season four, get ready in early September. I'm also going to be dropping a little small bonus mini series because y'all I'm turning 40 this year. In July, yes, your girl is turning 4-0. And I don't have any apprehensions. I'm actually very excited about it. And so I'm going to be taking a little time away, reflecting, praying, getting ready for this new chapter in my life, turning 40, as well as the new season that's going to open up at the end of August, beginning of September. But again, I'm leaving you with the top episodes, as well as a small mini series that's coming up prior to the start of season four, which will be called 40 in 40, 40 lessons that I have learned up to turning 40 years old. And so again, I thank you all for your support through these first three seasons of the Overcome to Become podcast. And we will be back in late August, early September. Now, if you're ready, let's hop into the episode right now. Do you feel the tug or pull in your heart calling you to more? Do you feel like it is too late or that you're too broken to pursue the dream in your heart? Well, you've come to the right place. I'm Latasha and welcome to the Overcome to Become podcast. Pull up a seat and join me each week for real talk, life-changing truths, and actionable takeaways. We are diving into any and everything that has been holding you back from becoming who you were meant to be in every area of your life. Welcome back, everyone. I have a special guest with me today. My husband, Michael Ferguson, is joining me on the podcast, and I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about fatherhood today, so welcome, Lamar. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to all the fathers out there. Appreciate that. So I guess a little bit of background for everyone. Lamar and I met 16 years ago, 17 years ago. About that season. Yeah, 17 years ago. And we're both educators. And we met actually in a new teacher meeting. Do you remember that? Right, I remember that. Yeah, (laughs) I remember that. I definitely do. We met in a new teacher meeting. I was in my classroom. It was during pre-planning. And for those of you who are not familiar with pre-planning, it's the time that teachers get their classrooms ready. 
and for school to start before the first day of school. So anyways, Lamar came to my classroom. Now, this is my perspective. Maybe I'll have him add his. Revisionist history, I see. <laughs> so he came to my classroom and asked for a stapler. And so I wondered to myself, wow, you trekked all the way across the campus to get a stapler for me. But okay. So from there, we just struck up a conversation. And in conversation with Lamar, from my perspective, it was like I had known him for a long time. Right. So right. that we had been friends for many, many years. And so he was easy to talk to, easy to converse very inquisitive, which, but not, not like the inquisitive, like I'm going to be nosy because I just want to be nosy, but like truly interested in what I had to say. And I felt comfortable and at home. And so there, a friendship struck up from there between he and I. So is that how you saw the, I don't, I don't remember the stapler part, (laughs) but I'm not, I'm not um, disputing that. It quite is, it's quite possible (laughs) that I, I didn't have, you know, staplers or tax or you know what have you but there was also some you know energy that took place before then too and the new teacher so i think that preceded oh you know, my me, goodness maybe searching okay. out so that <laughs> you know i do remember our, our our connection and friendship and it, it was even though i was i was really just had only been in orlando maybe for less than a month maybe a few weeks it kind of felt like we had a a, a really neat connection like we've known each other from a previous time somehow so when I remember when you and I in our conversation, you had asked about just personal life and things and you found out that I had two kids. Yes. So what was your first thought? I was, ta- you know, honestly, I was taken aback. You know, I've, I've shared that with you during that time just because it's not like I hadn't, you know, even within my own family and friends have, you know, people that had kids and, you know, saw mm-hmm. things that took place in college and high school where, you know, mm-hmm. people took on parenting and being single parents and having to deal with challenges that way. But just I had not really maybe met somebody in a professional environment at your age with two kids and just was just was amazed by that, you know. So, I, you know, of course, was curious about your background, your story. And, you know, we all have a journey. So I was curious about what your journey was at that time. So Yeah, so... In a respectful way, though. I was, there was no judgment. Absolutely. No judgment. No, absolutely, absolutely. So I had, you know, meeting you and talking to you, I could see it opened up a window into your family, even before I met them, and how you were raised. Right. And so we became friends. Right. right and right. then I think a year later, started dating. Right, right. And, but and true friends at first, yeah, friends. definitely just just platonic friendship at yeah. first. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, just enjoy each other's company. Right. So I remember, I think our first place we went out to eat was like what Perkins. And we right. had pancakes and went to a football game. Hey, Friday not night. that far removed from the college, you know, <laughs> palate and lifestyle. So I thought Perkins. That's really was great. all we could still, afford. I at still the like moment. Perkins at the time. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm everyday people. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all we could afford, truth be told. So, but we just had a good time. And I remember right. just talking to you till the wee hours in the morning and just thinking like, wow, I think I've known this guy before. So became friends. And then we started dating. Right. And then, so what, what were, tell us a little bit about what did friends, family, other coworkers say when they found out like, okay, so you, you went down to Orlando, you met this girl and then, wow, she has two kids. I think the first type of, 
maybe judgment that I felt was from definitely coworkers and colleagues. Not really directly, but just kind of when you have conversation and people see that, okay, you have a friendship with somebody else that there's already dynamics at play. Kind of like, hey, what are you doing? Or what's that all about? I definitely felt that. As far as my family, though, I'm blessed to have great parents. Yeah, they're uh, wonderful. Great father, great mother, you know, and they just, they're pretty laid back people, pretty open-minded people, pretty forward-thinking people. So uh, I think there was a, a little bit of a, you know, concern as far as, hey, just, you know, make sure that. You know, like with anybody dating somebody that is coming out of a, you know, previous relationship and there's kids involved, you just want to make sure that everything is what it is. And there's there's not any type of lingering, you know, situation that could be lead to some conflict or, you know, unfortunate yeah. circumstances. So I think that was more their their main concern. You and I had a really good connection. So I think the thing that really drew me closer to you as a friend first was just hearing your story and your journey. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, just how you ended up being in a predicament where you're a single mom of two beautiful girls and you're a beautiful woman. And, um, you know, what's your story, I guess, was my, my, my yeah. thought. So, yeah, yeah. So then you, we ended up becoming engaged. And then, so what was your thought? I know you and I've talked about this off and on for the last can you believe we've been married 15 years? It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> surreal. It really is. I mean, you start looking at the numbers and the digits and you're like, wow, it's a lot of, uh, of course, we've had a lot of, you know, time together and experiences and things, yeah. but wow, 15 years, it's just life moves, you know? Yeah. It's a long time. It's a long time. So what were your thoughts and what did you imagine fatherhood to be prior to us marrying? Okay. My thoughts as far as fatherhood prior to our marriage was just obviously I took from the inspiration of my dad was always been in my life and you know supported me you know as far as hey what our shared interests in sports and uh, just teaching me and showing me things from being a young boy to growing into a man I just thought like hey being a being a man being a, being available being present and of course loving your kids and your family and and being committed too and being committed too so especially at that age you know it's a wild world we live in period. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, just because you have a child, I know it's been said many, many times before, but just because you have a child that does not make you a father or mm -hmm. a mother, you know, for that fact, mm -hmm. but actually being involved in the kid's life and, and being a parent and being a family man. Mm -hmm. So that was the thought process of you going into being a father and right. then reality hits, you move in, we're married and then what were some of the realities that you did not expect? The realities I did not expect was parenting kids that are not your biological kids. Being a step parent, I had no idea as far as the challenges with that. You know, there's there's a couple different dynamics that were taking place in our, you know, personal situation. I didn't realize, you know, the real attachment that yeah. your father had with your daughters at the time. Mm hmm so, and then to give a little bit of background to those, if you're wondering, so the older two, their father chose not to be in their lives consistently. And it's just always been that way, even to this day. And I know I've shared that with some of you all before in another episode, but that has been his choice. And so we've, you know, that's maybe something we'll talk more about in another time, which probably would take up another episode or more. But because of that, my dad stepped in right. during that time. And then me, me being so young, I was 17 when I had my first one. Me being so young, having my 
first daughter, he stepped in and tried to play that father role. Right. And so I think... And did a great job. Great job. And did a phenomenal, yeah. job, phenomenal job because yeah. he had other things going on in his life, too. Of course. And working and whatnot. And so I think it was a combination, would you agree, of of none of us really knowing how to make that transition. Transition is the key word. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was the key yeah. word. Yeah. None so. of us were aware on how to make that transition and what we should have done, what we should have put in place. And then transitioning for the kids, transitioning yeah. for you, transitioning mm-hmm. for me, which mm-hmm. I underestimated as well. Having been a bachelor pretty much, you know, up until that point in time, being 29 and then in dating, seriously dating somebody that has kids, I, I you know, had casual acquaintances or mm-hmm. somebody that you might meet here and there and nothing really came about mm-hmm. with that but and then transitioning for you know all involved really yeah you know? so so i think for those who are listening and maybe you are dating someone right now who is has kids whether it's the father has kids and you're the mom you know the you know girlfriend or fiance and you're dating or vice versa i, I would say and let me know if you agree too. Mm-hmm. That probably things to if we were to do this over is to really get some intense counseling ahead of time yes. with all parties involved. All parties involved. All parties involved. And maybe kids. even smaller breakout sessions too. Yeah. You know. So, so you know, counseling together and then separate. Yeah. And so you know, looking back, there was I, mean, I would highly recommend. It's definitely not anything. Blending a family is nothing to be rushing into uh, no, on a wing and a prayer. Right. And then just hoping that it all works out. Because I think looking back, we've we've had some things that were damaged along the way. Right. Would you say? And and I, and I'll say this too. My my own my I come from a, a blended family to some extent, although it has a different dynamic. Or my older sister is my dad's first child from a previous marriage, so I got a chance to see some of the things that my dad went through a little bit from my older sister's perspective, what she felt comfortable sharing as we got older, and then also from my mom's perspective who was similar to my point of view as far as coming into kind of a family dynamic, even though that situation is a little different because my older sister lived with her biological mom pretty much all her life. This was, for me, it was different being that, hey, you know, pretty much entering in a already established family, Mm -hmm. not so much with the girl's biological dad being in play, because I don't think we spoke until maybe 10 years later. Really just the transition with your dad, you know, taking on that you know, responsibility and then me mm-hmm. trying to inherit that. Yeah. Um, and find your place, would you find say? Find my place. Lots of, lots of challenges there. Right. Um, lots of things that we, I think, together have agreed that we would do differently. Right. Um, well, time. I think time. With time. I think time. With I time. think communication. I mean, you mentioned the counseling part. I think that would have helped. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, getting back to your point, that would be my suggestion for anybody that is mm-hmm. seriously dating somebody that has, you know, a child or children and just making sure that you have that community and, and not just talking, but communicating as far as what is this going to look like, mm-hmm. you know, going forward, you know, mm-hmm. the family dynamic, yeah, everything from, you know, family finances to paying bills to oh, what, what, what your preach. home situation looks like yeah. to what boundaries there are in place to mm-hmm. all these different things. So there's nothing life, like life experiences. So hopefully this will be something that can you know be a blessing and benefit to you know those that are you know, maybe going through that or encountering that. And I'm still learning. We're still learning. We're still you learning. Know? Still learning. We're still learning. Know? 15 years later and we're still learning. Right. I think that's the other thing I learned too was that there is no point where you come to a point in marriage or family and blending of family where you're like, we've learned it all. Right. We've made it to the top yeah. and there's no more learning to be taking place. We are 100% good. Right. 
Right. There's just continual learning right. going on every single day as we evolve and grow and change. Right, definitely. And wouldn't you say that's a misconception sometimes when uh, married couples come together? And I think we, you and I had that misconception too. I know I did, where you come together and you're thinking like, okay, it's going to be the same as it was when we got together. Right. Um, we're in love. We love being with each other. But then seasons in life change. Well, yeah, even, even, even my relationship... <laughs> At the time with the, with our daughters changed. I mean, yeah. when, when we were just friends, it was, you know, I was, I, it was yeah. all good. Take them to the park. swimming pool and take them to the park mm-hmm. and just hang out, you know. Yeah, and they loved them. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was pretty chill. That was that was actually a great season. Yeah, or whatever. And I was yeah. going home <laughs> yeah. at the end of it. You exactly. Know? And having but my own was, dominion. So it was so for me, it was not setting that stage. So speaking from the bio mom perspective. You know, he's speaking from the bonus dad perspective or stepdad. And so from the bio mom perspective, one of the things looking back is that I had not, and I didn't know how. So definitely not beating myself up, but giving words of wisdom to someone who is young in your relationship. And it doesn't matter the age, because sometimes you can be older and marry into a blended family situation. We have friends that are like, um, but you know, you still have the same challenges as if the kids were young, but you think it wouldn't be. But there are still challenges, even if the kids are older. And so I think for me as a bio mom, I did not set that stage in preparing the kids for a man coming in. We were, you know, free and the kids, we we would get dressed when we want, sleep where we want. I mean, the girls and I were just doing our thing. I mean, I was working, going to school at the same time. And so there wasn't as much structure as it probably should have been. And I should have put in place prior to Lamar coming in. It was just all of a sudden, here comes this guy. Yeah, we know him. We like him. We love him as mommy's friend. And now he lives with us and their door is shut and it's locked. What is going on in there? The same goes for me too. I thought it was more plug and play. Yeah. Hey, the bio father, I guess, uh, was never there. Yeah. Kids are five and three. Yeah. Um, You know, it's not a new phenomenon. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to drop drop statistics, but I think, you know, one out of every two marriages end up in a divorce. I thought it was just plug and play, you Mm -hmm. know, just, hey, Mm -hmm. let me just slide in, do what I need to do as a man and be there and be present and but we, we, we learned. <laughs> we yeah. learned it was, it was a lot more that we was learned. required. We learned. We learned. Yeah. A lot of challenges. Our housing situation, and we didn't know mm-hmm. a lot about that at the time, but oh, it was like, we need, yeah. we're going to try to grow this family. We mm-hmm. needed to establish a housing situation that would preferably, I think we both mm-hmm. did not want to be in an apartment. No knock on that because, you know, we, I get yeah. it. We get it. We've been there. Yeah. But we wanted to be, you know, homeowners, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So then it was transitioning to, to that season and there was a lot of good times there's a lot of good times a lot of fun times but there's yeah. also a lot of challenging times a lot of confusing times yeah we had our family but mm-hmm. then we you know we had different things we were working out as far as we were going yeah. to a family church yeah which we you know a lot of growth and even to this day there's a lot of you know things that i learned that just stay with me as far as my spiritual life and outlook mm-hmm. but you know that's something that we really didn't get a chance to talk about as far as hey yeah. are we going to go to the same church are we going to do our own thing Mm-mm. it seems so simple and simplistic you know well what church are you going to go to and right. what do you feel about church right. and how did you grow up and what did church look like for you when you were younger you know those things again that we don't talk about because we talk about maybe the very obvious things, but then those are little things that along the way, they're like, what they call them, like death by a thousand cuts. Oh, that, yeah. You know? that, that, so it's little tiny yeah. things that I didn't see it from Lamar's point of view for a long time because, hey, I'm here in Florida. My family is here. It looks all good to me because, you know, the church had a lot of my family in it. My parents live here. 
Meanwhile, Lamar, you know, we are his family that's here. The cl- his closest family is Georgia. And so, and then Ohio and some other places, but you know, this is it. But from his perspective, would you agree? It was kind of like, okay, well, whoa, this decision was made for me, but right. here we go. Let's try to make this work out. And it was, it was quite that we learned a lot. We grew a lot. Yeah, there were positives, yeah. but it, it was a lot of bumpiness. On Sunday, it was kind of like, I felt like I was kind of on my own island, you yeah. know? So, yeah. And then that- not to, to put some, some context around it, I was serving right when we around when we got married maybe a year or two after i took on a leadership position at the church that we were at and then that was kind of unexpected but tried to roll with it another topic for another day another topic we could do another episode y'all on that one but time won't allow us to touch on that today and again at that time i didn't really see it from his perspective right and i know we would have conversations where he would see it from my perspective i try to see it from his and kind of go back and forth and then then we wouldn't do which what a lot of you all probably get caught up in we would just not talk about it right um well, we, we, days, we tried we to months. talk about it but it just was emotional it wasn't I, I, um, know, so. well it was boundaries and you and i have since able to put a name on it yes um because again we didn't know before but creating establishing um unapologetically establishing those boundaries and putting them in place for the health and growth um, and wellness of your own nuclear family. Yes. And so those things, not knowing any better on how to do that, we have been through several processes and seasons. Yes. Parenthood. Right. Marriage. We have two younger ones together. Me having an opportunity to go through having my own biological child, you know, definitely helped kind of settle me. And there's challenges with that too. But, you know, the the, the girls are great and, you know, being loving and accepting of their younger sister and, and younger sisters since then. Now our, our middle one is a teenager. Yes. And so I know we survived teenagehood yes. Yes, <laughs> with the older two. And I remember you and I having conversations with the older two about them going through things and you seeing it from the perspective of being the bonus dad you know, attitudes or this or that or behaviors were in it were particularly because right. you were the bonus dad. But now that we have a teenager. <laughs> yes. Hey, apologies yeah, to my oldest two. I, I thought, you know, I think I told them this the other week or so when I saw them. But yeah, I, I just, I mean, we went through our teenage years too. Oh, yeah, I mean, our parents are God quick bless to remind my parents. us. It was treacherous. Yeah, God bless my parents too. I, they, for come sure. out, they came out unscathed. I did not so I mean anything, put y'all through anything. Y'all been the best parents on planet Earth. Yes. Appreciate yes. y'all, you know? Yes. But no, it just that middle school years is real. It's like a child growing into, you know, a young adult and kind of finding their way and feeling themselves a little, a little bit and thinking that they have a little bit of knowledge, but have oh. the knowledge of the world. When uh, you say there's some things that you thought they were big, big deal and you look back now and you're like, that was not a big deal. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. The thing about it is it, you know, they went through it at different seasons. Those, those experiences are in my back pocket and I'm able to navigate that a little better. And like my, my family always said, pick your battles, pick you know? your battles, Just pick your battles and don't take it personal. Nope. Don't take it personal. Cause I think you and I can I took probably... a lot personal in the beginning. Oh. I did. Per- I took everything personal from everybody. You know, just had a lot of energy and was didn't know where to direct it. But yeah, yeah. definitely. Same here. Yeah, a little bit more seasoned now. A little bit more yeah. gracious now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, and when you agree, back then we have the gray hairs to prove it. Yes. We have gray hairs to prove that we are a lot more seasoned now than we ever have been. Yes. And so tell us what has been the greatest uh, blessing of fatherhood 
I'd say the greatest blessing from a bonus dad perspective. Is that really a term out there? That, that's a term. I'm learning I something. like it a lot better than step. Okay. I do. Okay, we'll go with bonus dad. Yeah. That's got more of a positive connotation. So I, I get that. I like that. Learn something new every day on you planet do. Earth. So bonus dad perspective, I would say something positive would be still. I mean, I, I'm I'm an educator. So just mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed being able to see, you know, young people grow. So it's been a beautiful thing to see, you know, two snot-nosed kids, five and three. Mm-hmm. I, I got these images of the kids with their hair twisted up and mm-hmm. braided. So to see them from that point in time where they were just, you know, going outside and playing and yeah. just, you know, doing their thing to now where like, hey, they're, they're, you know, they're young ladies. They're both very educated. You know, one is working a really great job as far as medical assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is is in, in an educator, a professional educator type role, and is pursuing you know her bachelor's degree. You know they're just growing up to be just really great, tremendous young ladies. And as far as the the great thing, as far as a biological perspective, well, it's, I think it's something that we're seeing. You know, our oldest growth grow through with yeah. you know seeing a reflection her of herself and our grandson and her mm-hmm. son. So having Maya was just like wow, this is just. At that point in time, you're not living for yourself anymore. You yeah. know, even if you don't, I didn't think of myself as a selfish person. But no, we all got a little not. bit of selfish nature. We do. You know, the but skin, you, you the were, skin is real. Yeah, on the scale of selfishness, you're you're down in the bottom, low, low, low. I appreciate that. I'm mm-hmm. gonna time that and frame that and make yes. sure I put that on the yes. wall. But yeah, no, I just being able to have Maya and Layla and just you know, it's a lot of challenges with it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. That's that pretty much is like. That's my motivation each and every day, you know. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. amen to that. So, tell us, fill in the blank. A father is well, first and foremost, a father is a provider, mm-hmm. uh, a father is a protector, a father is patient, loving, calculating comes off as a certain type of way, but just being able to kind of intentional, yeah, yeah purposeful, mm-hmm. intentional, purposeful. and mm-hmm. purposeful, being able to see the, the right now, but also having vision for the future. And uh, learning from the past. So that definitely, to me, is what a parent, period, but a father for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's, to me, what I would say a father. So yeah. how's your relationship grown with God? How do you see him differently now that you are a father? My relationship with uh, with God is, is forever changing. And I'm just thankful that we have a, a gracious and a merciful God. We all go through seasons where you're like, you know, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Or how did I end up in this situation? But just... Um, just constantly realizing that I can do all things through through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. But really taking a hold to that. I mean, there's just, yeah. there's only so much that you can do. There's only so much that you can think of. There's only so much emotional bandwidth that everybody has. Yeah. And it's just so energy. So just, yeah. you know, you, you help motivate me as Aww. far as being prayerful and seeking, searching for just God's uh, covering and just mm-hmm. blessings. I think I've said this to you before, but I'll say it for all to hear and the listeners but when you know there was a time that I didn't think that I would get married you know I went back and forth yeah maybe I will maybe I won't and then I just settled in my mind that you know I probably would just raise my kids and then maybe God would bless me after that right. because you know it's a crazy world out there and you don't want to just marry whoever they're going to be in impacting your kids right right right. so i had settled that but then you know in my mind that that's the way it was going to be even though in the back of my mind i was hurt thinking that but i just made peace for my sanity i made peace with that and then you came along and so for me 
when I look at you and think about our relationship, I am affirmed in regards to God's love for me. Oh, that's sweet. And so, I appreciate that. you know, God, when I think about God's love and I think about you and how much God loved me, that even in the time that I thought, oh, it's not going to be possible or, you know, it's just not going to happen, that God said, no, he sent you to me. And so... For me, that that has forever changed my perspective of God. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I, you know, seeing God's love for me in you. Yeah, thank you. I, I definitely that's that's very moving and touching. I appreciate that. <laughs> Are <laughs> you gonna you. cry? You know, I'm not one to tear up like no, that, but I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, it's just, you know, even to this day, like you and I really have not had that much downtime to just get to know each other. I know. You know, yeah. so I mean, we might be able to sneak a week here or there but it was just you know I, I never wanted to be where the the yeah, this is even before our own kids are you know two youngest were into the picture but even with the oldest two I never wanted to be where like they were just and I appreciate your parents helping but I always just valued trying to keep everybody in the family together especially Absolutely. when they were younger I am definitely enjoying the season of being a father it is very challenging mm-hmm. and enduring so just for all the fathers all the mothers parents period out yeah. there working parents yeah. especially, especially working parents it's just enduring you yeah. go to work you come home it's like your second job your yeah. second ship begins we call it the amazing race yeah the you're, amazing you're, race you're, you're you're the cook i'm the landscaper yeah. right you there know? you go and, there you go. And we, and we share everything else in between. Share everything else in between. Yeah, Laundry, clean up. Everything else in between. And so, you know, and I would say big shout out to Lamar too, because, you know, I have to say this, when we got together, there was nothing when we married, there was nothing that he would not do. Oh, thank uh, you. That I knew how to or tried to That he to knew learn. how to, yeah. right? And so even with dinner, if he had to pick something up, he would, but he did laundry. He changed diapers. He oh, cleaned. He mopped. He Yeah, to my two clothes. oldest out there, okay, <laughs> I was putting in laundry up pretty yes. much folding it until you guys were probably about sixth grade yeah okay exactly so maya um, that means you better like tighten it up come yes, on now Layla, yeah. you already blessed you know? i know well let, let me get back to the last point that you made as far as you said that when you were a at the time a single parent that mm-hmm. you had just kind of said well i'll, I'll be a parent take care of the marriage part later yeah and i always admired that about you little did i know you'd grow up to be the the young lady that you are today so i'm quite blessed you know (laughs) on a lot of levels you know professionally physically spiritually mentally emotionally i was trying to do with the emotion part a little bit yeah but that's everything's trending forward but you know i guess that was the impact when you talk about fatherhood that's the impact that you know my grandfather you know my granddad you know my mm-hmm. uncles you know a lot of my uncles i'm not trying to judge any of my uncles out there no. you know but no. a lot of my uncles no. we're not gonna peel back all the layers no, we're not gonna peel back all the layers no. you know no. but and then of course my dad you know my dad so just you know i i look forward to marriage because of my family's influence yeah. i never had a chance to Mom, I just never had a chance. You never let me like run wild for real. Like I never got a chance Thank to you. really get out there. Thank you know, you. Thank you. I got my feet wet, but Thank I never you. really got a chance to really get out there. <laughs> I got to bring your mom on because I know yeah. she could really share some nuggets of wisdom yeah. to all the boy moms out there. Yeah, I was getting pulled in directions and situations yeah. and all, all the that, boy moms. you know, but and so she's she is meek in spirit, but boy, strong oh, yeah. enough that she she raised with your father, but she raised a strong yeah. boys as well as girls, but two strong yeah. boys, yeah. which we know in this day and time, especially in African American males, it is not an easy task. And she has so much wisdom that she drops all the time. And so yeah, yeah definitely gotta have her I, on. I, I tried to do the playerlistic chapter and mode. Yeah. 
but she I just I, my mom put too much of yeah. a big heart in me or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. So and she wasn't having that. She was. It snatched. took me a while to find that she heart. When it did, it she did. You know, your collar. When I saw how you were endearing to your mom. It touched my heart, and I knew. When did you see that? Little little nugget out there to the women are dating. You need to look at how he treats his mother, and that's going to be telling, because how he treats his mother is how he's going to treat you. I saw that. The first time that I met your mom, I saw how endearing you were to her. I'd hear conversations you'd have with her on the phone, and just, you know... You, you can tell when you talk to a person when you mention their mom and their facial expressions and their reaction. If it's, you know, off-putting and they're like, ugh, my mom. You can tell right there without yeah. having to see the interaction. That was never that there with well, you. I never, I always, always had a good relationship with my parents, mm-hmm. uh, mom and dad. But, you know, that it wasn't just them caring for my well-being, which, mm-hmm. you know, in today's time, you would just, you know, appreciate for everybody to have somebody that cares for their well-being. Yeah. But then it was a personal connection and relationship on top of that. Yeah. We can... You know, have fun together and have yeah. conversations and laugh. And, you know, there's just no, there, there's account, there's always been accountability, but mm-hmm. there's never been no, no real judgment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I definitely appreciate that, that type of parenting and everything helped me mm-hmm. grow into the person I am today. Mm-hmm. So speak to your younger self. What would you tell him? To my younger self, I would just say, well, I, sh- I think I showed patience. <laughs> so patience. Is a virtue, you know. Just looking back at it, I would have just maybe paced it out a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit more time, mm-hmm. you know. Let's give ourselves more seasons, mm-hmm. but just time. like yeah, mm-hmm. purposeful timing. Are you ready for the bonus round? I think so. Okay, so tell us what song is all time favorite. Favorite of all time. There's just there's been so many. Uh, golly, that's tough. I was a big fan of. You know, Tribe Called Quest, mm-hmm. The Roots. I still like The Roots to this mm-hmm. day. I, it's great to be able to see them on primetime TV. We talked about this the other mm-hmm. day. To be able to see the LL Cool J's and the Ice T's oh, and the yeah. Queen Latifah's and all these different yeah. you know people that we grew up on. And they're on like mainstream TV. That, yes. that lets you know, know, that's amazing. You know how society progresses right there. Yeah. Uh, What's the one food you cannot live without? I think I know the answer to this, but I'm curious. Well, I'm, I'm curious about becoming a vegan or some. Can you be partial vegan though? No, see, you can't be partial vegan. To my knowledge, vegan. it's all or, or nothing. Okay, because I mean, I still like a good cheeseburger. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. your parents are your parents are culinary. You know, they just they the ribs, Korean ribs from your mom, Korean oh, style so food from your mom. Yes. Your dad is a grill master. Yeah, uh, you know, Bobby Flay. You know, 2. okay. 0. So I thought you were gonna say, what do you think? I, I thought you were. As far say? as my favorite, I, I, you yeah, know, one I, food you can live without. Well, you know, I, I love a good mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm a carnivore, though. I know I can't he, eat meat he all is. the time. He tries to deny it, but you yeah. are a carnivore. Mm-hmm. Goodness. He once know? said on our Meatless Monday when I tried to have some pizza that had no meat. No, nah, this guy has some said, pepperoni Where is it. the meat? Which that contradicts the whole Meatless Monday, but anywho. No, but I mean, um, you see that I got the pressure of trying to live to 109, you yeah, know? You do. Longevity. You do. So there is do, one food. I do swim and run, though. The one food. This is supposed to be the rapid fire round. So one food. We like barbecue. Yeah. We love subs. and We like sandwiches. Yeah. We love wings. sandwiches. Oh, I love wings. I'm sorry. I haven't had wings. You haven't let me have wings in like three weeks. Not that I don't let you have yeah. them. but you. I haven't had wings in like three weeks or whatever. So. Wings. I thought you were no, going to say wings. wings. I love wings. Okay. All right. Well, I thought yeah. you were going to say wings. Yes. No, yes. I love wings. The one wings food are great. You know, I, I'm, I'm all about wings. But I like wings in a certain style. I don't yeah. have to have them all like... Everywhere we go, breaded, guys, no matter what restaurant, he's going to try their wings. Oh, I love wings. Mm-hmm. It's just a good... It's a good football food. I'm a big football, oh, yeah. basketball, mm-hmm. you know, sports fanatic. What makes you smile? 
what makes me smile is to just what makes me smile is just like the small things in life that just bring you joy you know mm -hmm. everybody has that you know mm -hmm. so I mean I know it sounds whatever as far as hey family friends good mm -hmm. friends you know I love sports I love when my teams are winning mm -hmm. so you're supposed to say me I love you. Yeah, I just, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, say, I know, right? I make you smile. You do. I listen. Okay, I sacrificed. Right. I'm here. Okay, I'm on the now. team. You know, okay. 15 years. All right. I feel better Goodness. now. Goodness. Yeah. I don't even know. Do I, I thought it was a given. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're here. You're right in front of me, though. I'm being you know? funny. Yeah. You know, I'm being funny. I'm you being funny. Bless me. I didn't. I wouldn't I'm being be funny. up on the. Um, I'm, okay. Yeah. Last question. God is awesome. God is awesome and loving and omnipresent. You know, I mean, look at the world we live in and how much, yeah. you know, we've learned stuff just watching yeah. as far as, wow, we didn't know that. We didn't know this. We didn't, you know, yeah. stuff about our own, you know, yeah. ancestry and cultural yeah. background. Oh, to gosh. Yeah. Stuff to just nature. Yeah, nature shows nature. Yeah. that you love to watch. And that's, yeah, it's always amazing. I just say everybody needs to be able to disconnect from technology, mm -hmm. disconnect from, you know, your work. That's just the thing about life now. It's yeah. just so fast moving and it there's is. just so many different things pulling your attention that's what it i try is. to do for our kids you it know is. i try to encourage them like hey yeah it's okay to put down the device and the laptop mm -hmm. and the phone yes and not check your text messages and your i don't oh even, yeah i don't even, connect with the world so <laughs> you are the social media yeah. guru no oh, i try to do social media i just i'm a bum i just couldn't <laughs> do it you know i got like 32 followers, you know, and I don't even check up on them, you know, so I'm like, hey, I'd rather text you, you know, so I'm sorry. I just, I don't know how you find all this time of the day. I'm amazed with people that are able to just move seamlessly. That's what I'm going to try to do this summer is just try okay. to That's get goal. up to speed with like LinkedIn and some stuff, you know. Okay, guys, so I'll share that with you. I'll share that with you so that you can connect with mine. Lamar yeah. and you can add to his no, I don't even worry about it. I gotta so, get right first, you know. So <laughs> I don't. I want to. Yeah, I want everybody to be frustrated with me. I'm doing the best I can, you know. Hey, it's four girls, you know. It's busy. Four girls. Yeah, about to get a dog. Thank God. Yes, we are know? about to get a dog, y'all. Look, yeah. we're about to add a, a, a male to the house. Yeah. Well, uh, Mid July. Waiting for you, Blue. Come on. Yes, and so he will be here, Boston Terrier, cute yes. as uh, as. As everything will be here July and so Lamar will have a male companion yeah. along with Jaden yes uh, oh, so we will actually be yes. yes so we'll be three males versus four so almost yes. even now I'm trying to get everything ready for you yes, you know, I know. So, <laughs> so, so almost even out three and four yeah almost yeah. even out so thank you thank you babe Thank you for being on uh, today and sharing your wisdom for you. being the husband and the father that you are to me and to the girls. Appreciate and that. And we appreciate you.